Thank you for joining and listening to the Power of Sticking Together podcast with me, your host, Alicia LaTremble, and my special guest, Evangelist Tashika Perry Harris. Before we get started with today's lesson on family, as it relates to growth, achievement, and success, I would like to start off with what I call a little story. Let's get into it. I remember during the time the housing market crashed around 2005, a lot of people were losing their jobs and their homes. I remember living in a nice gated community and seeing families leaving like left and right. One day, I thought I was witnessing a burglary. My neighbor across the street weren't home, but there were people breaking in their house. I thought they were some bold criminals robbing people in the daylight. So I called the police. I heard them order the people to get on the ground. And after a few seconds passed away, I noticed one of the officers coming to my house. He explained that the family were no longer there and had lost their house to the bank. The people who I thought were breaking in were sent to clean up the property. The officer informed me that their family left everything behind. They left all the furnitures and cars. Wow, I thought. (laughs) I would have never thought they were having problems to that degree, especially when I just had a conversation with them the day before. This beautiful, well-groomed family with a young child gave the impression everything was fine and they were doing well. The husband had just purchased another car and he was talking about his wife starting her new job. You just never know what people are dealing with in life. During that time, a lot of people walked away from their homes and had to rebuild their lives. Families that endure such hardship would either make it or struggle the rest of their lives crying over what they lost. Today, we're going to discuss what it takes to get back up and to not quit. Stay tuned, and I'll be right back with my special guest, Evangelist Tashika Harris-Perry, discussing the topic, family growth, achievement, and success. Welcome, 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 my friend. How are you today? Oh my, I am so humbled and so excited to be in this space with you. I am great. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me today on the power of sticking together. I'm sure I always call my listeners the congregation because that's who you're speaking with anyway, <laughs> is ready to for us to introduce um, you to them. So if you don't mind, I just want to give a little quick background, a little bio about um, just who you are. <laughs> Please do so. <laughs> okay. Well, Evangelist Tashika Paris Harris is uh, a Fort Myers, originally from Jacksonville, um, faced an humble upbringing with many challenges while growing up, not really having an impact from programs to guide her uh, resources um, to achieve her goals, deepen her faith and gave her the strength to overcome life obstacles. 
Yes, she's from FAMU and Tallahassee. I'm not going to be salty. <laughs> Don't be salty. <laughs> it's okay to be a rally, I understand. And she worked her way into positions traveling across the USA, uh, modeling, being in competitions, to just basically from 1996 to 2002, she became um, face on the cover of local magazines, was a director of a modeling class and conducted makeup classes, Barbara Zahn Modeling School, Sears Model Club, and the studio of Gulf. Just overcoming all the obstacles that she faced in life, it gave her a deeper calling, I want to say, just what for the youth and adults for ages that is over 20, you know, that millennium age group as well so it deals with health and self-esteem just self-image and personal development you need to just check her out i'm telling you she's no no stranger to her county from working with the public school system to boys and girls club to being on tv programs local magazines i mean the list just goes on and on she's featured on lee pete's live she also hosts a show called girl talk um it's a mini segment but it deals with creating awareness on relatable topics discussing for young girls okay now listen she has done so much to publish in books um one of the ones i really love is what well, it's called her journal it's the it's the one that is dressing my inner Beauty, beauty journal thank mm-hmm. you i wanted you to say that but mm-hmm. there's another one i like that you just published i want protect you to your pearls protect, your, protect pearls. your pearls that's Dang. what i'm talking about mm-hmm. <laughs> and i mean when i tell you you would love to find out more information about her organization crowning daughters for success Go to www.cdfs.2006.com. I promise you, you will not, you will not regret it. So that's my little chop up for you. But I really want to say I so love this beautiful young lady. Oh, yes, she's still young. Um, She has been such an inspiration to my life. Her grace is what she does. Um, and how she flows allows you to see the hand of God when you have made up your mind to do it his way. She is definitely my sister in faith. Thank you and welcome again to this show. We so often look at a person's outward status, but don't have a clue what it took for them to get there. The Bible talks about how a just man can fall seven times, but get back up each time. You know the saying, a family that prays together stays together. I believe a family that fights together will win in the end. That kind of bond will allow them to grow as a stronger family. So with that in mind, I'm so honored to have you again. I know I keep saying that because it's just the truth. And we're going to dive into these topics. And I know you are ready to discuss what it takes for a family to grow stronger Mm. together. Yeah, so powerful. So powerful. You know, I I really 
<clears throat> when you think of family and you think of the beginning, God said in the beginning, let us make man in our image. He wanted a family. Uh -huh. He wanted a family. And so I believe that family is at the top of God's heart. I believe family is at the top of God's mind. And I believe that if family, if family wasn't so important, if we were not as a family, uh, imperative, essential, you will not have different platforms, initiatives trying to tear the family unit down. If we were not as important, if we were uh, truly um, not what uh, exemplified power, completion, if we did not exemplify the unit, the rock, Listen, it would not be so many initiatives to tear the family unit down. You have people and initiatives trying to separate what God put together, what God modeled. Mm. And, and, and so I believe when we understand the power of family, we'll understand these three things. We will understand the power of understanding because it takes great understanding to uh, remain. It takes great understanding to be patient. It takes great understanding to go through. It takes great understanding to mesh with different personalities. If we begin to embrace the power of empathy, you know, we will not only understand our family more so that we can uh, have empathy, we will learn even if there are situations that we do not have a personal experience, we will be able to put ourselves in our family shoe. You know, so many people say, you know what, we need empathy in our world today. Well, it starts within your family. Understanding starts within your family. Empathy starts within your family. Yes. Prayer. Yes. When we pray together, I'm not just saying, oh, let's ask for material things. I'm talking about when we lift up the name of Jesus together, we mm. empower ourselves to get through. We are now on the same spiritual page. We are now talking to the Father together. You know, if, if I go back in my childhood, I remember my brother and I plotting on how were we both going to go to my mom and ask her for something. And, and, and he knew he couldn't do it without me. And I knew I couldn't do it without him. We needed each other to break that sister down. Okay. And it was power in us coming together, going to our mom to ask, can we go outside and play? Can mm. we, you know, we, we did what we needed to do, but when we went to her together as a family, the results were double. The results were victorious, right? right. And so imagine a God that wants to give us anything in all things according to his will. 
imagine a God that truly wants to give us the desires of our heart as we delight in him. Imagine a God that created us in his image. Imagine we can choose friends, but we cannot choose family. Families that we are born into is beyond our power. There's nothing we can do about it. So imagine being selected for this particular group of people to live with, to bond with, to love, right? And imagine us understanding each other. Imagine us operating in empathy and imagine us bringing ourselves together to pray to the Father, to ask not just for things, but to ask for his presence, to Mm -hmm. ask for obedience, to ask for understanding, to ask for wisdom in different situations. See, the enemy hates family because the enemy hates unity. We are the model of unity. We are, when people see family, they see structure because see, no matter how they try to um, how they try to bring disorder into the family unit, it is what it is. No matter how much they try to rename, right? Right. They're still mother, father, children. It is still order. The enemy is not of order. He, he he may be strategic, but he does not have order. He my, does my, not my. have order. Okay. He may be strategic, but he does not have order. And God created an order. And so the, the enemy wants to wants to come against the order. He wants to come up against the order of man. He wants to come up against the order of man being a leader of the home. He wants to bring uh, a lot of glory to females because he know if he can wipe the man out, all he have to do is hit our emotions and he's going to wipe the women and the children out. See, men men can't, aren't as emotional as women. We, 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 have, we have two different personalities and two different dynamics of doing things. And that's why the family is important because God put a head there. Imagine chopping off the head. How are you going to see? Chopping off the head, how are you going to have guidance? Chopping off the head, how are you going to know where you are going? And so this is why family is important. And this is why I think that understanding empathy and prayer is what it takes to grow stronger together as a family. That is so, so, so good because at the end end of the day, I think what I got from the whole thing that you mentioned was that two and three. I mean, it did something to me. I I understand the understanding. I understand the empathy. I understand the prayer. But the two or three coming together Mm. on one accord, how family should function. God said he's already in the midst of that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I, I so feel we often have a false picture, like you said in the beginning, of what we think a growing family looks like. You said it perfectly fine. Man, mm-hmm. woman, child. That's it. Okay? That's the order. That's the order. And sometimes what happens, even though we can have a separation of families, a man could be in one house, a woman could be in another house, but they work together with that child because things may have happened. There still must be a two or three from whether you are separated, there's not a man and a woman in one house, there still must be a two or three. 
in a family. We got Absolutely. to have that order. Even if this child is raised by just a mother or raised by just a father, there still must be order. And you are mm. absolutely right. Absolutely right. If the enemy can come and chop the head down, when you're a single parent, your head is God. You better so say So if it. the enemy can come in and get you to uh, detach yourself from God, mm-hmm. he's going to chop your head off. Mm-hmm. You know, but, and, and again, like you said, there must be order. So those points, understanding, empathy, and prayer will build a stronger family, okay? Make sure you understand that. You have to have understanding. Take the time out with each other to understand each other. You have to have empathy. How one person handles a situation may be different how you handle a situation, but you do have to come together and pray together because God is in the midst of all of that. So before you answer the next question, I'm sure you will agree that we can dress up our family to paint a perfect picture. <laughs> um, mm. Truth be told, uh, many families can't even stand each other. You know, they're thinking about building. Uh, they're not even thinking about how to build a stronger bond. I'm just going to be honest with it. Um, please help me address the congregation um, dealing with that family that struggles in this area. You know, what are some things you have along the, along the way um, that would help that help you build a stronger bond? You know what? Um, That's a very good question because I don't know any uh, person who has a a sound mind that wants to be at odds with anyone. I am going to take the the stance of the 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 the, um, the optimistic mindset that everyone wants to get along with everyone right mm-hmm. but some sometimes you know our personalities sometimes people we're infallible we 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 are fallible i apologize we are fallible beings the only uh, one that is infallible who cannot make a mistake is god right. and because we are a people who can uh, make mistakes and disappoint each other, I do believe forgiveness would be at the top of my list. Uh, we have to learn to give the same grace that we want to receive. Listen, um, we watched, uh, we viewed a movie last night that was called Comeback Dad. And that dad messed up big time. He was an alcoholic and he left his family. And when his daughter was grown, uh, he wanted to... um, uh, he wanted to reestablish a relationship with her and she was having a very hard time. But what she did not realize, not establishing or not uh, forgiving her dad, it truly impacted all of her relationships, all of her decision making, right? And so what we have to understand is that when we do not forgive, we are holding on to that person. And okay, we're not wait, holding hold on, to- on, hold on one moment. Because okay. it's getting good. Now, I just okay. need you to repeat that one more time for the people in the back that's trying to listen. You when know, we, can you repeat it for me? <laughs> yes. When we do not forgive, 
we're holding on to that person. So that same person that you don't, you can't stand, that same person you don't ever want to see again, that same person, if they come to the family reunion, you're leaving. Guess what? You're, you're, you are holding on to that person as long as you are holding on to that situation. And as long as you are holding on to unforgiveness, that person is in your heart either way. So why don't you forgive so that when you think of that person, you think of peaceful thoughts. When you think of that person, you think of thoughts of love and not and not division and evil, because mm-hmm. either way, that person, you're holding on to them. Right. Either way. Right. And so forgiveness is so important because it releases that person into the hands of God, but mm. it releases you so that you can move on in the things of God. So you can't move on in the things of God when you do not forgive. And so some sometimes, you know, we may not, you know, if, if someone is a known thief in our family, we're not going to leave our purse by them. So people have have definitely um, misperceived what uh, forgiveness is. Forgiveness is not okay in a situation. Forgiveness is not giving someone a license to hurt you time after time after time. Forgiveness is releasing that person in the hand of God. You are no longer going to take vengeance. You are no longer going to feel ill. You are no longer going to hold on to the situation because you're going to say, God, this is you, this is your child. This is what your child did to me. Because we're a family. We are a spiritual family when you have been adopted into the uh, into the bloodline of Christ Jesus. So you tell your father, hey, daddy, this is what so-and-so did to me. I'm going to give them to you so that I can move on in the things that you have, have for me to do. This is how we can build strong family bonds when we, when we start letting go quicker. Too many of us hold on to things and we don't bring resolve in our spirit or relationships because of pride. Wow. Wow. That's that's a that's right there is a whole lot um to take in. I, I believe somebody's family is is getting ready to see a shift in unity in their home from the gems that you are giving us today. And you are absolutely right. Releasing them in from for by forgiving allows them to fall in the hand of grace. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and I under I totally understand that because it was like you were saying in the beginning, nobody in their right mind, especially if you family. I'm listen, I'm watching this show. It's a bum it's a bunch of series um and episodes, put it that way. And um they had to make a pact with their father not to fight their kings. They they're fighting for kingdomship. And uh the one of the daughters, she's um uh, She's something to reckon with. Um, however, at the end, I believe in my heart that she probably don't see it the way her father see it. And she keeps doing things <laughs> to harm her family. Okay. Mm. I truly believe sometimes we do things to harm our family thinking we're doing good. And at the end, our family is the one that gets hurt. Mm. And the whole thing, she's keep asking God for forgiveness, but she keep going back to this, <laughs> you know. So there are times that you say the, the, the bond that we have, we can build on it if we just learn how to forgive one another. 
We got to learn how to forgive one another. And then when we do forgive each other, we can't keep doing the same thing over and over. I think you said it best. You said, if I know I got a thief in my family, I'm not going to tempt him by putting my purse out by him. Absolutely. Or her. Absolutely. Forgiveness does not mean I'm going to enable you. Right. I'm not going to enable you. I'm going to place you in the hands of grace. And I think that makes a whole lot of sense when we just place our family hands in the grace when we having those issues. Mm. But I want to shift a little. I want to shift a little, just a little. And I appreciate all the advice that you have given us thus far. But I do want to shift a little, you know, because, you know, you're a preacher. You hold it back on me. I, you know, I'm trying not, I'm trying not to get the preacher out of you, you know. All right now. (laughs) I also know you to be a mentor. I also Mm. know you to be an author, a motivational speaker, a daytime host, and not forget, child, you be selling your merchandise. (laughs) I mean, that's a whole lot. Uh, A lot of people's eyes may see your success, but they have no clue, or they may have forgotten too that you are also a mother and a wife, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and if you fail in being a mother or a wife, you fail at being successful no matter what others see. You know, by the way, I just want to thank you for being an example of what God has established you to become mm-hmm. and your growth in him. Um, putting God first in all the things you do, I believe it makes it possible. So with all that being said, child, no disrespect, no disrespect, evangelist Harris Perry, (laughs) (laughs) how do you measure your success in balancing everything you do? Because I'm just going to let it be known. I couldn't do it. And I'm just, I'm just being honest. So, you know, there are some women that is equipped to do such things. But honey, child, listen, this one over here, she had to get some different type of balancing going on. So go ahead and give us all the few tidbits to help families in this congregation and our listeners. Well, you know something? Um, at some point, Jesus had to break away and have time for himself. And Mm -hmm. during that time, he sought the father. And so I believe that perfect balance comes when we seek God more than we're seeking positions and more than we're seeking applause and more than we seek uh, to please people. So One of the things that I've had to do over the years that I've preached and customized development programs, and now I am an author and a mom and a wife, I have to seek God. I don't chase opportunities. At Mm. first, I did. Wow, wait, 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 wait. Hold up one moment, because I think the people in the back went sleep again. We got to get them back up, because some people don't understand that you don't chase them opportunities. So what you did not do again? I do not chase opportunity opportunities. You will net you would unless unless God directs me to an organization or to a person. I I've been preaching for over 20 years and I cannot tell you over maybe once or twice that I've ever said 
or asked if I could speak at someone's church. Mm. I've never offered myself any time that I've ever spoken or preached at anyone's church was because someone said that God laid me on their heart. So I don't chase opportunities. Now, don't I have a balance in that because now I own a business, so I do give people opportunities. So there it's a go. difference. <laughs> so I give opportunities. I don't chase opportunities. Mm. I am not that person that is going to want to look busier because busy does not mean productive. Busy yes. means tired. Busy mean overwhelmed. Busy mean something. You're going to drop a ball at, at some time, right? You so know what someone told me? I'm sorry. You know what me. someone mm -mm. told me what busy stand for? What? Being under Satan's yoke. Whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I believe that. I believe that because he wants us busy so that we miss productivity. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and I believe that God's yoke is easy and his burdens are light. Mm -hmm. So I've never really felt the sense of being overwhelmed, but because I don't chase opportunities, I give people the opportunity to understand what I do. I give people the opportunity to um, have access to me, but I don't chase opportunities. I don't try to look busy. I am what I am. Um, and I've, I, years ago, I developed a value uh, for my business and for my ministry. So uh, there are many people that call upon me, but I don't say yes to everything. Mm. That's balance. I don't say yes to everything because I notice that when you say yes to everything, some of the things that you're saying yes to undermine your values, undermine what God has called you to do. You're saying yes so you can be in pictures. You're saying yes so you can get mm. video footage. You're saying yes so that you can post a flyer. But mm. everything that you say yes to does not coincide with purpose. And so I had to realize that. And um and I had to understand that whether I'm on one flyer a year or 10 flyers a year, I am who I am because God's anointing is upon me. And the last mm. uh, a bit that I would share is that I communicate. I communicate with my family. And, and a lot of times I bring my family with me. If I am speaking, my husband and my son, they come along. So if we're in it together, we're really in it together. It brings balance. Uh, you know, they, you got one of them, you you know, maybe doing a video for me, some, one of them taking pictures for me. But when we do things together, it helps bring balance and it alleviates all demonic fluff. So Woo. that is how I balance what I do. And if, you know, the, I, I had to cancel something the other day, um, and I told my husband, I was like, listen, what I just canceled an engagement that I canceled. My husband had something that he really wanted to do with us and he was really fine with me accepting the engagement, but the, the, the I'll say the people, uh, they were not valuing my time. They were very slow with registration. They were very slow with their responses. And I thought about it that morning. I said, you know what, I'm about to, um, I am about to miss an opportunity to spend with my husband and my child. And I don't care if it's just going out to eat. I don't care if it's just walking up the street. I'm going to miss it 
to do something for people that have undervalued and have not taken uh, my anointing seriously. So you mm. know what I did? I canceled it. So you got to know when to hold them and you got to know when to, when to mm. fold them. And yes. when I spoke to my husband, he said, hey, I thought you were supposed to be doing something. I said, well, you know what? They undermined uh, what it is that I was wanting to give to them. They don't come before you. I canceled it. Woo, girl. As you soon as that's a love language. It. I sent that's out an email language. and I canceled it. Mm, that's what no, you it, call love language for your family. That when was you a put, flag. When you put everything on the bite burner and you say, my family means more to me because number one, not only were you feeling that they were not valuing your family or valuing your place because they understand how busy you are. They understand mm -hmm. your schedule. But God put a sense in your heart as well. They mm -hmm. say you this is an opportunity to make memories, you know, and I do my best as much as possible to always when I can make a memory with my lovely family, I try to make a memory. And you are absolutely right. You should never be put in a position where you are being that value that you hold for yourself and you can't absolutely see. no, I'm not I'm not gonna put you know, and I I'm I'm gonna think about this story that I was getting ready to tell you. Um, I was going through something really rough and, um, but I was still doing everything that I possibly can do. You know, I love working in ministry. That's just my heart. I'm a woman that loves to work in ministry. Um, and my body would no longer allow me to do those things. And I was driving down the highway one day and God said, say this word, no. And I was like, no. He said, that's the most anointed word you can say in your life right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It doesn't deserve any explanation. No. Absolutely. It's a full sentence. It is a full sentence. And he, he was like, how you say it? Because the anointing by it, they will understand it. And so I went through a season of my life just saying, no, no, I'm sorry. I can't do that. No, uh, nope. I can't do that. You know, I never saw myself as the preacher woman anyway. Um, so anytime someone asked me to speak, I was like, no, that's not my job. That's what my husband does. He's the preacher. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. All I do, all I want to do is raise my kids and do what needs to be done. And so that that was very impactful. This information is so valuable and much needed, especially within our community. You know, everybody wants to be like you said, on a flyer, want to show that they're making it in the world, want to show that they're doing all right. We have gotten so busy trying to become successful when our homes are falling apart. The saddest part about it is we don't even know we are falling apart <laughs> mm, you know you're so right from materialistic to status to reality tv i mean has taken our culture in a false sense of security oh my i mean if we really had a reality show it would be tainted because it won't be what the world want to see and so at the end of the day whoever is our producer would say they would like to go a different direction okay but we know God created the family and he want us to prosper and be in good health, even as our soul prosper. We cannot be a strong, successful family without achieving being a family who has placed Christ as the center of their life. 
You know, the Bible speaks it all the time. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Now, since I know you could break it down a little bit more for the listeners, I know there are some warning signs you witness. <laughs> That's not the right move. I just know you do, and you know it should make it or break it, or it it's, it would harm your family. So I know you know there's some warning signs, and I just you know it's so relevant that we discuss these things, especially with this um, new age. Um, youth adult that's coming up because they social media makes it look so glamorous um but the warning signs can you just share some of the warning signs well you know what when you look in the book of genesis it starts off in chapter three with the serpent approaching eve with did god say mm. you are listening to power of sticking together with me your host leisha Trimble and my special guest, Evangelist Tashika Perry-Harris. Thank you for tuning in this week for part one episode on family success and balance. You don't want to miss next week for part two as we conclude in a more in-depth conversation on what success truly looks like and the warning signs when it's not the right move and how God plays an important role in your family life in reference to saving your family farm harm. Tune in next week for part two. Don't forget to share, follow, and leave a comment. God bless. And remember, there is power in sticking together.